0: Welcome, everybody, to episode 122 of the Two on Three Podcast, where two of your friends take on three topics in 30 minutes. You should follow us at Two on Three Pod on Twitter, and you can send us email at holla, holla. at Two on Three Pod.com. You know how much we love to hear from you and your jokes, which are apparently being sent to our email address, which is kind of fun. Better I'm than the cr- calendar
1: this week, that's for sure. <laughs>
0: I'm Chris, and you can find me lazily doing replies and retweets at CD cdvillosegior on Twitter. And with me, as always, is Ty. Where do we find you being active or inactive on social media? It really comes in spurts,
1: but you're not going to fact-check me, you sons of bitches, <laughs> at SEATJK.
0: <laughs> Jack wants to fact-check you, man.
1: I'm, You know, whatever. I yes, I don't, I don't want to talk about it. I can't. I can't with him. apparently we're going to have an executive order when, by the time you're listening to this, we're going to have a, some insane document being signed by an insane man that somehow well, restricts free free speech.
0: Right up to the point where Jack fact checks your, you know, your opinion on what's the best, you know, Bruce Willis movie and then he's going to fact check you and then you're going to be like, "What the hell? Stay out of my business." Well, you can't fact check an opinion. <laughs> oh, yes you can. <laughs> These are facts, dude. Facts. (laughs) Anyway. So um, this week, I basically am watching TV like I was 12 years old again, which is to say I just watch whatever's on. I think we've already, I've already said that I'm a surfer. I surf the, I I give what, I give what TV gives. I take what TV gives me. You're the only person left in the country watching TV like this. There are very few of us left. But I'm not really an on-demand guy. I like I like it to just show up, and I like to just take advantage of what there is. It's like a buffet. Like TV is a buffet to me. Okay, well we'll get there. I'll, I have
1: <laughs> I'll argue with you later.
0: I'm not ordering out. Okay. So um, so I, I just I just I show up whatever's on I watch. So. It's been kind of fun because I'm watching a bunch of stuff that I probably shouldn't have been watching or, you know, I rolled the dice on some things. Well, which don't you do the do segment. Finish
1: introducing the show. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> doing the whole segment.
0: I'm setting up the I'm setting up the, se- the segments. That's why. Gotcha, gotcha. Right. So before we get into our uh, our pre, pre-segment, as it were, the segments are, you know, we're going to talk about, you know some of our favorite recurring characters on television. Cause I've been watching a lot of just weird sitcoms and whatever that just show up. Um, we're going to talk about chick or yeah. guy flicks, a statistical analysis. Um, and then we're going to we got a, uh, I got a, in segment three, I have a game that, that I made and, uh, it's called, um, everyone wants to make out with ScarJo. And, okay. Uh,
1: <laughs> I was concerned. So, for the listeners benefit, Chris has not briefed me on anything other than to say that a game involving Scarlett Johansson.
0: Yes. Yeah. So the game is called Everyone Wants to Make Out with Scarlett and I'll explain it when we get there. All right. Jatwa, and then some OT um a, a visit to the home school <laughs> to see what's uh see what's up. Okay. All right. So anyway, um People are knocking at my door. Can we pause? Yeah. Okay, we're back. Sorry about that interruption.
1: Don't worry. Actually, I'm, cutting all, I'm cutting all this out anyway.
0: You are. Yeah. My son lost his tooth, and so oh. and so I'm in charge of uh, s- stacking the uh, stacking the bills into the uh, actually the bill. We do a dollar. We're, we're dollar. We're a dollar a tooth family. Yeah. We've, cr- yeah, we've covered this.
1: I think so, right? I did the gold coins. <laughs> What's that? I, I got a bunch I went to the bank like three years ago when my older daughter first started losing teeth and got like twenty Sacagawea gold dollars.
0: Oh that's a sweet so, move.
1: Yeah, so that's the only thing that Tooth Fairy brings. Nice. Yeah. See? I
0: would have thought should've thought about that years ago. Anyway. Um where was I? You were introducing oh. the show, but we were,
1: you, you just finished telling this audience <laughs> what segments were coming up, and then you were about to transition into something else.
0: This is a professional show we're doing.
1: <laughs> well, we'll see what this sounds like once I've edited that big gap out of it.
0: <laughs> well, it, whatever happens, happens. All right. So, before into the, into the pre-segment, we, we, we touched last week a little bit on the match. Yes. And the match went down. And you had you had some comments that you wanted to make about the match.
1: <laughs> well, first of all, it was incredible. I couldn't believe that I watched the entire thing. Like, when I tuned in, I was like, the weather was bad, and they were delaying. I was like, there's no way I'm going to watch this. This is going to suck. But it was just it, riveting TV, because it was really nice to watch professional athletes be terrible at something on television. I mean, sure. it was very reminiscent of the weekend round with one of your buddies who just doesn't have his game that day, Tom Brady specifically. Just first three tee shots, like... I think he said, right? Woods, cart path, water. Yeah, <laughs> right. But the thing that stood out for me, and I, and anyone who has any familiarity with the show at all, or watched any part of it, or even highlights after the fact, is very aware that Tom Brady made the, had somehow managed the highlight of the day, with a hole out from roughly 150 yards, when Barkley had been chirping in his ear about, like, how many strokes do I gotta give you? I could take you. I want, I want some of you, Tom Brady, whatever. And then Tom Brady holds out this shot. And Tom Brady says something that I, I realized that I've never heard anyone say before, and it was incredible. So a standard nomenclature when you do something and put it in somebody's face is often to say, suck on that. But what Tom said was, hey Chuck, hey Chuck, take a suck of that, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> take a suck of that is so just chef's kiss amazing. I am adopting it immediately. Obviously, it's way better because "suck" and "Chuck" rhyme.
0: Yes that that does help the that helps the whole the whole alliteration of it. The whole rhythm of the of yes. that of that barb was was amazing.
1: I just I really made me want to break it down because I wanted to understand like what is Tom Brady's life that that is right on the tip of his tongue. It was his go to, you know, G F Y to Charles Barkley over the radio. Take a suck of that. Ch- and it, it confused Golf Twitter a little bit. Like, people thought he said, take a suck on that. And I'm like, no, no, no. He definitely t- said, take a suck of that. Yes. And it's, it's, it's critical. It's a critical difference. And it makes me wonder, like, what's the situation? Because t- the only time I've ever heard anyone say, take a suck of something, is when they're handing you, like, some sort of a drink. Like, hey, yeah. take a suck of this. Like, but, but
0: <laughs> what is the scenario? So Tom Brady has... An amazing advantage over regular humans in that he is ground zero of probably the greatest trash talking arena that we don't get to hear on on TV like whatever gets said down in that field mm-hmm. you know there are some people out there who can give shit and he sucks it all up right he, he, he's you know it's not the first time he's heard it or said it mm-hmm. for sure I mean because it comes right out, right? Uh-huh. He didn't make that up. It's like but he's ground zero. I mean, who knows what linebackers say to him every week? Or right. you know, you know, he gets sacked and somebody's like, "Take a suck of that, Brady." <laughs> you know what I mean? So so pro athletes they sit around and just think of ways to just burn you, right? That's their that's their their other gift, most of them is my sense of it. And he gets to and he gets to just yeah, he gets to give it to us, which is great. <laughs> he gets to give it to Barkley, which was which was which was tremendous. But yeah, it looked it was that weather was awful at one point. I was just like, "Oh god. This is this is it's too much." Like I would have walked off the course, right? You would have been like, "I can't play in this."
1: Well, when they were like getting ready to go and they showing like beauty shots of the course and there's standing water on the greens. <laughs> so I've played rounds that are a lot like that in those con- very similar conditions where it's kind of rainy when you start sort of lets up and you're like oh i think it's going to be okay and then you just get hammered for three holes <laughs>
0: right. it's just the worst you're just like well, this 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 sucks i i want this to stop yeah at least it's florida and i think it was warm yes but in march i played a, a round at eugene country club and it was rainy most of the day probably in the low 50s mm-hmm. kind of upper 40s i mean it wasn't warm uh-huh. But we were dressed for it. it was fine. And then it rained super hard for about two or three holes. Uh-huh. and the air behind that was like thirty six degrees like the 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 air behind that rain, the second the rain stopped, it got super cold, and of course, you're wet. yeah. I was like, oh man, there's gotta be icicles hanging off my balls by the time I get the time I get done with this round I was whatever I can't it was it was brutal, but you know, hey, a little warm Florida rain not a bad deal
1: well speaking of gearing up i mean maybe tom could you know wear some less tight pants
0: <laughs> he's fashionable he's a fashionable male and his and his hat has a weird kind of bill it's like well, a, that short umpire bill there was some his whole hat situation
1: <laughs> it was it was a penis hat it, like <laughs> it was very sort of like umpire 1992 umpire like a weird like Straight up and then rounded crown, very strange. Almost like a visor that still had the rest of the hat attached to it. <laughs> very, just very strange look. Um, I did like it when it looked like he had to, when he had his rain pants on and that and and no other uh, like he didn't put the jacket on right away. And so for a minute it looked like he had like giant sweatpants on. <laughs> right. And I, I'm sorry. No one. There's no way to run. Tom Brady a pair of trousers out that he can slap on during a commercial break?
0: I don't know. I mean, maybe not. Okay. I don't know. Seems Seems like like... the kind of thing that could be fixed. (laughs) So you'd be up for buying that shitty Under Armour stuff. All right. (laughs) Anyway, let's get on to the show. All right. Segment number one. So in my uh, channel surfing whatnot, I keep stumbling into um, sitcoms. Now, uh-huh. what happens is most of the channels these days will just run, like, five or six episodes of a sitcom. Uh-huh. So if you stumble into it, you can just leave it on and end up watching, you know, five episodes of Friends or, you know, whatever, whatever's happening. And so I thought to myself, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of really funny recurring characters in these shows and in other shows and in I don't know some movies. I guess if you're a recurring character in a movie or a character in a movie. <laughs> There's no really recurring characters in movies. I guess it's really a TV thing.
1: Uh, maybe something like Fast and the Furious. You could, you know, you could, you
0: could Like one of those guys kind of.
1: like Yeah, like the the the, uh, the Kurt Russell character, he kind of qualifies. Yeah. Mr. Nobody.
0: Yeah, yeah, he just shows up here and there like okay. Yeah, maybe. 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 But uh but I was just trying to think of who were who do I think are the sort of the funniest or my my favorite recurring characters in on TV? Okay, all right. So the uh, the first the first one I thought about was um, Thirty Rock. Okay, did you watch a lot? Of, did you watch any Thirty Rock?
1: I watched all of, all of Thirty Rock. First, so yeah.
0: <laughs> the Beeper King, Dennis Duffy, the Beeper sure. King, <laughs> sure. played by Mayhem. Yes, played by uh, Dean Winters. Yes, God dang that guy. That character is so fucking funny. <laughs> Just crazy funny. Uh, the one that
1: sticks with me is um, from Thirty Rock is uh, Doctor Leo Spaceman.
0: <laughs> Doctor Leo Spaceman. Yeah. Doctor Leo Spaceman, played by uh, Parnell.
1: Yes. Uh, science is whatever you want it to be. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> He's a man we need now. He's like yes. a, a science is whatever you need it to be. Like you know what I mean? It's like if I'm gonna pre- prescribe you some. You want what drug? Sure, fine. That's the that's that's Doctor Leo Spacheman. Yeah. Uh, Thirty Rock has a lot of really good, uh, really good um, recurring characters. Um, Seinfeld's on a lot. Yeah, and so there are two. So there's Jay Peterman. I always thought Jay Peterman was wildly hilarious. I don't know why. It, John O'Hurley just he had that he had that right amount of competence, but out of touchness that you really need out of that, out of that character.
1: Right. It was believable that he could be in the position that he was in. He wasn't just some total, um, you know, just some total incompetent that had f- failed upward. Like clearly at some point he was actually like worth a shit. <laughs>
0: <Right>? <laughs> yeah. Which, which also led me to, he reminded me of, did you watch how I met your mother? Did uh, you watch, some of and, it. Okay. So it was <laughs> Kyle McLaughlin played this guy called the captain.
1: Okay, I don't and think he, I got that far. He,
0: he always just dressed up in this this maritime, like a Thurston Howell Captain, okay. outfit, and just was sort of that same guy. That like, I'm really rich, slightly out of touch, and always hilarious. Like every time, every word he said was funny as hell. It
1: wasn't like their version of the maestro, was it? From Seinfeld, it
0: kind of, <laughs> a little bit. It was sort of he was sort of that guy, but but very uh, but very funny. Okay the uh, Um, parks
1: and rec parks and rec was on my list when you brought this up okay um i love any chance i get to shout out gene ralphio and uh ben schwartzman ben schwartzman yeah is it schwartzman yeah uh-huh uh ben schwartz ben schwartz it's just ben schwartz yes and i'm I'm confusing with the with jason schwartzman yeah yeah yes but no ben schwartz and i just i still like I'll, i'll quote his and i love the she's the worst gif like that's still on the internet right like when he's talking about his sister I just the two of them, both uh, Gene Ralphio and, and Mona Lisa Ralphio. I, I enjoyed that, <laughs> or Mona Lisa Saperstein. Sorry, Gene Ralphio and Mona Lisa Saperstein. Now oh, this I'm doing this from memory. That's that's it takes a while for that to for the the engine to kick back on these days.
0: If you if you if you make it into like a meme, you know you've sort of like you've made it like from a character from a character actor standpoint. Like, yeah, you've made you've made your you've made your impact. The uh the, the main reason that I came to this particular um, thought about recurring characters is I was watching Friends, and of course, Friends is all about Janice, and I thought, I, I saw the episode that had Janice on it, oh my god, Chandala, oh my god, anyway, she is so nice, she is like the sweetest person. She yeah. really likes him. She's nothing but nice to all those people, and they all just treat her like total shit. It feels so. To hor- I feel horrible for Janice. I was. I'm pro Janice. I've always been sort of pro Janice, but I'm really pro Janice now because she. All she was was nice to him. All she did was really like him.
1: Yeah. No. If the more you watch that show, the more insufferable that group of people becomes. <laughs> they treat everyone else like absolute shit.
0: Yeah, they're horrible. Yeah, the they're terrible people. They are. They I mean, in the same way that Seinfeld, they're all terrible people. Right. Very similar, guys. But Friends is that ins that insidious like clique of people that that they just treat everyone awful. They treat each mm-hmm. other awfully, but they like each other. Right. But then they treat everyone else they you know, awfully. And I just and I was watching this episode with Janice and I was I thought it was, it was like heartbreaking. She just seems like a nice person.
1: Yeah, I agree. No, she definitely didn't deserve anything she got. And most of the women that had to deal with one of those dipshits <laughs> really got treated <laughs> poorly throughout the run of that show.
0: That That is true. That is true. Um, A classic one that I was thinking of. This might be before your time. You ever, Did you watch Cheers maybe on reruns or anything uh, like no, that? No, I watched Cheers. Cheer- Nick Tortelli. Played by Dan Hedaya. He was okay. Carla, Carla's husband, who, the, the this ne'er-do-well, like, he was a little bit, he was just, he was just, he was a little bit slow, Okay. <laughs> but every line out of Nick Tortelli's mouth is hilarious. Like, every, right. every, like, like, every word, you know how, I don't know, for you Cheers fans out there, before Coach had passed away, before we got Woody, Coach, I think, like, like, laughs hilarious per word like it was nearly one to one like every line he every line he spit out was funny right it's the same thing with nick tortelli like there was almost no time where he would speak that i didn't laugh
1: okay like, i don't have i i mean i vaguely was he like some sort of a like i recall him having maybe a gambling problem i don't know he
0: was just a loser he just okay. kind of but carla but carla was always she, she couldn't resist him. <laughs> Lots of people probably remember him as the dad from Clueless. He's shares mm-hmm. mm-hmm. dad from Clueless. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just a character actor. You see him in, in tons of stuff. But man, Nick Tortelli from Cheers. Just every line delivery is just a, a, an absolute masterpiece.
1: I had one classic, poll that came from my mind. Um, was uh, I had to look up the actor's name because I could not remember. But Murdoch from MacGyver. Murdoch. He was like man. the arch nemesis. Uh, he was like a, like a, he only showed up like one episode a year. It was like the Murdoch episode. He was always coming back to fuck with MacGyver.
0: Oh, he was sort of. Uh, he's his um his the anti MacGyver. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he like who played Murdoch? Uh, his name was Michael DeBar. Oh, I know I Michael DeBar. I know you Michael. Do? Yeah, I know the I know the actor. I didn't know okay. he was. I didn't. I watched MacGyver sporadically. Because it was always sort of the same show every time.
1: Yeah, when it, when it ran, I was like between the ages of six and eleven, so <laughs> <Perf laughs> it like, was my favorite show. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's gonna out. Let's chase him into that Home Depot.
1: Oh, I didn't realize he replaced Robert Palmer in Power Station.
0: Yeah, Michael Debart has a he's a, he's got a rock and roll history as well as a uh, as a as well as a.
1: He was a pretty he's a pretty good
0: actor. He was always he always gets to play scumbag of some kind
1: so this is interesting because I hadn't looked that deeply into it. I just looked it up and I didn't realize like he was gone from my life for so long from being the guy on MacGyver until he was like sort of this old man who kind of appears in movies from time to time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I didn't realize it was the same person.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Did you, they rebooted MacGyver. Did you watch any reboot MacGyver with the blonde kid? No. With Havoc from, uh, <laughs> is, from, uh, is it he, is it he from, uh, I don't know. X-Men? I don't know anything about it. There's new MacGyver. You might, have, you, you, might, you might have also not watched new Magnum PI where they got like some dude to be Magnum no, PI.
1: No, I'm not going to watch that. And I didn't watch. I did watch it once, but I will not watch again the new Point Break.
0: Oh, God. It's a terrible yeah. movie. I watched like two minutes of it. I couldn't deal. With that blonde guy like, who I've never <laughs> seen again. <laughs> like, uh. Oh, oh um, also making my list. Uh, from uh, best recurring characters from from Star Trek: The Next Generation, Ensign Robin Leffler. Oh, see, I was I, mine was uh, Q. Q. Yeah, Ensign Robin Leffler, played by Ashley, played by a young Ashley Judd. Every time she showed up, it was magic, <laughs> <laughs> straight magic, man. Late '80s, early '90s, Ashley Judd. Get out of town. I'm not familiar. Oh. Just look. Just look up Star Trek: The Next Generation. All the Ensign Robin Leffler episodes, and only watch those. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's interesting because I mean, I I don't think I ever made that connection. Um, it's like a dream. and I watched every episode of that show like it, when it ran.
0: It's like a dream. She had like a she kind of had like schmoopy with uh with Wesley Crusher, but you know she was way out of his
1: league. Yeah, I mean Wesley is until be, he became sad one sack.
0: Until he became one with the warp force or whatever the hell happened to him. Whatever, I can't, not figure. I can't figure it out. All right, segment number two. So uh, our friends at Curious New, I stumbled into uh, looking at some of their stuff and found an older um, analysis of chick or guy flick, kind of a analysis. Um, And I thought it was interesting, because I actually stumbled into a horrible chick flick this afternoon, starring Alexandra Daddario, where I'm supposed to believe that no one wants to date her. Oh. (laughs) Seems like a difficult premise. (laughs) Like, for some odd reason, no one's interested in dating her. Yeah, I don't know. I don't buy that. (laughs) You have to stretch. You have to, there's a stretch involved. It's a terrible movie. And I, I, I went to... I, it's about secret. Can you keep a secret? She's an executive producer. It's not worth watching. However, it unless, you, of course, you want to spend 90 minutes with, you know, Alexander Daddario, which isn't a bad thing. But anyway, it this got me thinking about... This gentleman decided to do a statistical analysis. Um... Of what makes A chick flick or a guy movie He calls it right. chick flick or guy movie Which is you know, whatever I'm not going to get into it But Why don't we call them dick flicks dick, <laughs> Chick flicks or dick flicks Yeah <laughs> Fair Anyway he did it which I thought was interesting He just analyzed the subtitles Because apparently um, you can download um, The The subtitles Yes and make your computer do stuff with all those words which i thought was interesting so he took the top 1000 amazon video bestsellers from 2017 and uh gathered some additional information to determine whether a film is targeted a male or female audience and then he used the proportion of women votes on the imdb score and did some magic and decided whether or not women liked it or did not like it, and if women liked it, that that would determine that to be a chick flick.
1: This is actually a pretty good. Um, I mean, the, the sample data is interesting, but it's a pretty good uh, way to define it by saying that, like, because you have to like proactively rate something, right? So mm. to say that, okay, if uh, this many women rated this movie, then it's a it's going to be a chick flick if this many guys rated this movie, it's going to be a dick flick. I think that am I'm, I'm, I'm using that from now yes, on. Just,
0: just, going, <laughs> just run with, with it. That. Run with yeah.
1: that. Yeah. Take a suck of that. <laughs> uh, anyway.
0: Take a, suck, his, take a suck of my dick flick? Is that what you're saying?
1: <laughs> you didn't have to go ahead and like spell it out. <laughs> I think everyone that was listening understood the joke. But thanks. Anyway, I, I think his uh, methodology here is pretty sound because I like the idea that you have to, it's not passive. You had to go actually rate it on IMDb. Um, and then I thought it was interesting, though, is like, how are, did they ask you? I, I, I guess maybe when you sign up, they ask your gender. I don't know. I, I don't know Th- how he
0: how he determined that.
1: Yeah, I certainly am. I, I always say no. Thank you. Not now to signing up to an IMDb account. Sure. So I don't know.
0: Yes. I, I don't know what people people apparently are want to personalize their IMDb account for some reason. I spent reason.
1: 15 years clicking not now. Remind me later. Yeah.
0: For sure, and um, have you ever rated a movie on any platform ever?
1: Uh, on my own Netflix,
0: do, do you you do like you yeah, sometimes? Sometimes you say you like if I am like, oh, I
1: really want to feed the algorithm, I will rate the movie.
0: Yeah, really, I never yeah. do. It just knows what I am watching, and then, it's
1: pretty good about it without it. Um, but early days, uh-huh. it was much better if you rated the stuff you actually liked.
0: I once, I once had to rate a movie. When I left the movie, they had like this marketing mm, firm, mm-hmm. and I had to I had to like answer some questions. That was actually kind of fun. So that's like oh, the I've, only done time this, I've done I, a screener. Yeah, I've done this uh,
1: the screener survey before,
0: but I've never I've never rated a movie on a platform.
1: Anyway, just give me the the four happy to sad faces. <laughs> I'm,
0: just, I'm not touching those buttons, but right back in the day you would have, but not today. Right. Today I'm not gonna. I'm just with telling. a clean key. I'm gonna I'll just plug
1: for the clean key. I'll
0: just. <laughs> I need that I need the minority report hologram that I could just touch and then yeah. and then we're moving on. So the um in this particular analysis some of the some of the I don't recognize a lot of these movies. <laughs> 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 but that being said, I do recognize some of them. And they and they sort of bubble up. So and if we go if we go to the if we go to the Chick Flick side Right. I know actually a
1: lot more of the movies on this side than I do on the dick flick side.
0: Okay. So, um, um, so there's Persuasion. Have you ever seen Persuasion?
1: Uh, n- I don't think so.
0: Yeah, it's um, uh, it's a novel by Jane Austen. <laughs> uh. Now, we're gonna. This will be a little bit of a theme <laughs> for for you folks, because uh Jane Austen there there are at least a, there are a couple of Jane Austens the top 2 are Jane Austens there's North Northanger Abbey Northanger Abbey and Persuasion both Jane Austens so so here's your here's your here's your real huge scientific breakthrough women like Jane Austen <laughs> stories what what no way i don't understand the uh <laughs> princess diaries 2 did you ever see princess diaries 2 did you saw the first one i've seen them both you've seen them both
1: Mm -hmm. i have two little daughters
0: so you've seen both of the and you have have disney plus so you've seen both of them so it's a a, for me it's a more of a julie andrews thing (laughs) (laughs) i think that's well i think that's well documented and it's princess diaries 2 perhaps the worst chris pine movie ever made
1: that's a good question. Chris pines in a lot of garbage if you look closely at his resume. <laughs> he
0: did he got, he he got famous a little late. So yeah, this, his early resume is not awesome. Yeah. He was just trying to make it in town.
1: Right. He was just working.
0: Right. So, which I can appreciate cuz I imagine being an actor is you don't no one starts at the top. Everybody has to has to has to work a little bit. Um not shocking little women shows Sorry, up Sorry, before we get off that yeah. that was his big break you
1: realize that right what that one princess diaries too it's like his first major role oh. like he'd been only doing like tv guesting until that point
0: well there you have it so <laughs>
1: made his career
0: <laughs> it's not great <laughs> but yeah he's working and he's a big star now so you know fine i think he's still the least of the chrises the the big four the yeah. big five Is it there's the big five there's well there's me who's the fifth one me Oh, <laughs> nice. There's, there's me. I can't believe I laughed that hard at that. <laughs> there's Meyer. Also, in oh, the, yeah. In the no, it.
1: you guys don't. You guys are not in the in the. Group. We're not in the group. No, you're not. In the group. Okay. All right. I feel like, Wait, I feel like we're it. never gonna get to the point of that's this. Fine. Keep that's fine. Keeping around. That's
0: No, it's fine. Hemsworth, <laughs> Evans, Pratt, yeah. Pine. That's it. The big four. Yeah. He's the least of.
1: Yes. Hmm. I'm not saying he's the least talented. I just think that he's the least of. Got it.
0: Okay. That's it. That, we'll, let, we'll, let, we'll, let the, uh, we'll let the... You can add him at S-E-A-T-J-K. Anyway. All right, Little Women. Did you watch the last Little Women? No. It's excellent. But That's this right is, here. This is probably the Little Women version with um, Winona Ryder, when Winona Ryder was...
1: I would imagine, yes, because this is
0: 2017. Right. But, this data. Yes. So the percentage of female votes here is 60%. Who like you know who are who are positive about it? So my own criteria, as I've been applying it to this, is number one: it's a chick flick if Saoirse Ronan's in it. <laughs> that doesn't oh, it doesn't entirely apply. There's a. I've different. watched The Lovely Bones more than once. Yeah, is that a chick mm-hmm. flick? She's dead. No.
1: Yes. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler: she's dead.
0: <laughs> and I've I've watched Hannah, but. Lately, if you've watched this Sersha Ronan movie in the last five years, definitely it's probably more than likely a chick flick. If, if, um, if is Lady Bird a, a chick flick?
1: I, I don't think, think so. yeah, absolutely. I don't think so. What I think it's just a coming of age movie. I don't think it's a
0: chick flick. Lady Bird is, Lady Bird is uh, made for women. <laughs> okay, I don't I don't think that's, I think, I don't say that like it's a bad thing. Did you watch Brooklyn? I did. I've watched all these Sersha Ronan movies because she's good at acting. She's so that's really good at acting. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, and, uh, yeah. So it's, I find her very attractive. So she's
1: okay. <laughs> I like, how you try to dance around it for a minute and then just spit it out. Just spit it out.
0: I don't know who I'm more attracted to though. Sersha Ronan or, um, um, Michaela Schifrin, the, mm. the skier. They're like the same, mm-hmm. like the one's mm. sporty, one's artsy. Sporty Artsy. They're like the same woman with Sporty Artsy. I don't know. I have, okay, I haven't really considered those as, as, as peers. I've, have, have, I've yet to figure this out. Okay, let's jump over to the guy movie. And okay. the number one guy movie, based on the fact that no women like it, <laughs> is Never Back Down, No Surrender, which I've never seen the sequel. Nope, Never Back Down is a great film. Great film? Great. 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 It is... It is <laughs> It is the absolute best sequel to The Karate Kid. It, <laughs> okay. It is. There's just no question about it. It's exactly The I've Karate never seen Kid. It. It's I... the exact movie. It's the same movie. Never Back Down is the MMA version of The Karate Kid and it is awesome. It's awesome. Sean Ferris, Amber Heard. This is great. It's a great. Jamon Hunsu. All there. Amazing. It's just The Karate Kid, though, <laughs> except they okay. fight MMA. I've definitely I think there's never a bunch seen the like, And then there's a bunch of like superhero cartoons, which, of course, women aren't throwing likes on superhero cartoons.
1: It's a little wild. This is embarrassing, this list. So it's li- <laughs> it's literally number two is a cartoon, Justice League Dark. Number three, Dragon Ball Z. Number four, Batman. Number five, another Justice League cartoon. Number six, a British sci-fi movie because I've never seen, that I'm going to see now that I learned about it. <laughs> it's called kill command which is such a do idiot dude it's like when we talked about money heist (laughs) like like this is kill command it was created by a robot in a lab um but it does seem to be about uh about advanced military robots Uh, so i'm probably going to check that out and it has um it stars uh vanessa kirby who people would know from the mission impossible movie and then she was also in Hobbs and shaw as jason statham's sister
0: so i'll check it out yeah and but number 10 is predator what women don't like predator
1: I'm just amazed that in in 2017 <laughs> Predator was still in the top 1,000 Amazon videos here. You That's know why? Fantastic. You know why? Because it's awesome. Because it's awesome.
0: Yeah. We're, and I can't believe women don't like don't like it.
1: So before we get off this, what I wanted to do here once you showed it to me was, um, do you want to read the do you want to be on the chick flick word cloud or the dick flick word cloud <laughs> side? Because I thought we could start with the largest and just trade the word cloud. So so the the science here is that. He, since he did all the analysis of the closed caption, he made word clouds for all these movies. So based on certain um, keywords, he could make some conclusions on whether or not it was a chick or a dick flick.
0: Okay. So well, you want to be the man I'm or gonna, the woman? I'm going to or... do the, I'll be the, I'll, I'll represent the chick flicks in the word cloud. Because, okay. Because because so you want to start? Because I don't like cursing on, on the air. <laughs> okay. On the chick flick side, we have love. Man. <laughs> <laughs> like. Sir, really? Fuck. <laughs> Sorry. Fucking. Good. Shit. Princess. Right. <laughs> Children. Move. <laughs> S- sex shows up on the women's side.
1: It's not anywhere on the man's list. Well, back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. The men's side has all the best. They have like <laughs> lieutenant and weapon and motherfucker. So I
1: also like, because of the way the words are stacked on top of each other, it looks like they go together. Yeah. Like, on the women's side, you'll see, like, beautiful honey. Actually, children, always baby. That kind of thing, right? Like, they don't go together, but they look like they do. Better queen.
0: But this is, but it's not, it, it's not sexist, because it's science.
1: <laughs> well, but then on the men's side, we've got Captain Ass. <laughs> Which is true. Dead, <laughs> dead War. Dead, yeah. Police Control. Uh, give Jack. <laughs> Gun, gunshot damn guys <laughs> gunshot damn guys I did money. the last thing I wanted to mention God what you damn showed money. Me. <laughs> the one thing that I wanted to mention that, since you showed this to me was just that I thought it was very interesting that he was able to conclude based on also word trees like the the, um, the relationship between words like if the word stem love appears more than eleven times in the subtitles and gun is used only once, that movie is likely targeted at women. If love occurs no more than eleven times in the subtitles, no more than eleven times, and hell at least once, the movie is probably produced for men.
0: <laughs> Very interesting. Uh, it's a uh, it's a funny it's a funny thing this guy did. So congratulations to uh, Alex. At, I don't uh, think he's blogging anymore. I don't think so either. But he's I mean, he's he's done some really really good work over there yeah shout out curious new yeah shout out come back we miss you we do indeed segment number three keeping with our movie um and i think uh keeping our movie theme uh this is our game show game show time and this game show is called everyone wants to make out with scarjo so i noticed that in every Scarjo movie that I've seen and I've seen probably like 20 of them in the last 2 months cuz it t- turns out she's always on TV. <laughs> she's been in a lot of movies. She's been in a lot of she works a lot uh, good for her. And um and uh, so I thought and, and it occurs to me that in every movie somebody wants to make out with Scarjo. So I thought I'd make a game of it.
1: Okay. So we would, I'm curious. I really so, have no idea how this is going to work. So
0: I will you can either you can either choose an actor and give me the movie. Or I'll give you the movie, you tell me the actor who wants to make out with ScarJo. So okay. if I told you, I'll, we'll start you with something relatively easy. Um, I, if I told you Lost in Translation, who wants to make out with ScarJo? Bill, Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Okay, so that's the game. Okay. You just have, or I give you the actor, and you tell me what movie, or I would say Bill Murray, and you would say, lost in translation okay so that's that's the game okay okay all right got it yes Easy ready enough. all right so our um question number one the island who Leonardo wants Leonardo
1: DiCaprio who what? wants to
0: make out with ScarJo Leo no not Leo this is a Michael Bay movie I hope uh I hope uh I hope Jay isn't listening
1: it's 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 not leo oh it's uh it's uh um, oh sorry it's not the beach it's always in my head yes yes uh it's uh uh ewan mcgregor ewan mcgregor wants to make up with
0: scarjo (laughs) very good see you're right you're you're on it you're on it um let's see the prestige oh shit uh
1: i can't remember which one of them it is i'm gonna assume (laughs) it's hugh jackman because he's slimier in the movie
0: no. Nope. It's Christian Bale. It's Christian Bale. But which Christian okay. Bale? <laughs> I definitely don't know. Spoiler alert. Which Christian Bale is it? You don't have to answer that question. <laughs> I don't have to know that one. No, you do not. Um here's one that I this is for my money. There's only like two Woody Allen movies I'll watch. Um the one is um Midnight in Paris with Okay. Okay but then this one match point who wants to make out with Scarjo in match point
1: is it paul bettany
0: no think uh it's think think swishier swish. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> think english you're right you're you're close it's not paul bettany no um, it's but think uh think slightly swishier uh
1: give me one can you give me a hand he's got a, he's got, he's,
0: he's, a, he's a three name guy
1: Uh, Okay, one more, one more. He's he's also
0: in. He's also in. Bend it like Beckham.
1: Oh, oh, oh! Jonathan Jonathan Myers
0: (laughs) Not only spoiler alert. Not only does he want to make out with ScarJo, but he wants to murder her. Anyway,
1: isn't it about tennis?
0: Uh, He's like a failed tennis guy, who's uh, and he's and then he then he's then he's a murderer. That's his archetype, isn't it?
1: Is like failed (laughs) experts
0: (laughs) Like he's the least athletic guy on the whole planet, too. And so like he's a former tennis pla a former professional tennis player in this show. And then like he was a former like professional soccer player in Bennett like Beckham. And uh Josh and I always like to make fun of the way he runs. Anyway, that's our <laughs> Poor Jonathan Reese Myers. Um let's see here. Let me give you um an actor. Oh, this is gonna be much harder, I feel like. You think so? We'll find out. Alright. Um let's see here. Mark Ruffalo.
1: Well, are you going to... So that's that's an Avengers movie, I would assume.
0: (laughs) Do I have to be specific? No, you don't. Okay, because I
1: I mean, I don't really... Age of Ultron is probably the (laughs) one where it starts to really happen, right? He really wants to make out with ScarJo. Bad. I mean, she's... She makes it seem like that's what she wants, too. I'm not sure that she's actually into it. I think she's just manipulating him.
0: Okay, Uh, Joaquin Phoenix.
1: Her. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. I it wasn't that long ago that I saw it.
0: <laughs> he wants to make out with a phone. Yes. Played by Scarjo. Yeah. She does good phone though. Let's I got to be clear here. She's got a great voice. She's got that uh got the little, little bit of husky in her voice. Sure. Yeah. Um let's see Topher Grace. Ooh. Um I don't have this one. Uh, also starring Dennis Quaid.
1: Oh, what is that movie called? Um, I know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Like He goes to meet her parents, right? And that's basically what it is. He works uh, for
0: Dennis Quaid. Right. She's Dennis Quaid's daughter.
1: I don't know what it's called, but I know what you're talking yes. about.
0: It's called In Good Company. There you go. That's a pretty okay. good movie.
1: Oh, I, I remember seeing it once. And I never went back to it, so I don't know how good it could be. Yeah,
0: Um. Yeah. Topher Grace? What are we... Can we send out a is is, is he doing it? <laughs> he's hanging out with Jonathan Reese Myers. <laughs> he's he's not in Jonathan Reese Myers league.
1: Probably not. No, tofa Grace, I think, is just a professional poker player now.
0: Yeah. How about All Red. Yeah. All red. No, this is this is a this is a relatively tough one. Um I'll give you the maybe I'll give you the uh I'll give you the uh movie on this one. The other okay. Boleyn Girl. Which is great. Oh, I've definitely, never. I've
1: definitely never seen because this. it's
0: Portland Scar. It's Portman Scarjo mm. playing the bow. I, I know about
1: it. I know what it is. I've never seen it. I have no idea.
0: Yeah, it's Eric Bana, and oh, he gets to make right. out with both of them. Oh, good for him. Oh, he's the king. <laughs> 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 he's the king. He, it's good to be the king. Yeah. So, what you are saying is they don't really have a choice. Not, they, not really. It's just, yeah. uh, you know, you know. What are you gonna do? Are they sisters? Yes okay in some weird sort of yeah
1: this is like one of the it's a movie about a story that i once knew that i have since forgotten it's fine
0: (laughs) 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 this might be a stretch steve buscemi (laughs) steve buscemi i don't know if he wants to make out with scarjo so much as he wants to make out with the other star of this film so it might not be fair he might really want to make out with thora birch Mm. in this particular movie Steve Buscemi.
1: I don't know. This is a I'm really, sorry. this is a really great. I'm bad movie. at this one. This is a
0: really great movie, by the way. Okay, it's called Ghost World.
1: Oh, I'm, f- I, I'm aware of it. Yeah. but I've never seen it.
0: The Thora Birch didn't quite get over the top and like become the big star that, but she's really funny in this movie. Okay, so you know you could watch it. <laughs> you could watch it. You could. You should watch it. Matt Damon.
1: Matt Damon? Matt Damon is in a ScarJo movie? mm mm-hmm. um.
0: Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> can you give me anything else? Um, Let's see. Other than... Um, let's see. Let's see. He's a, a widower, and he decides to do something different with his life.
1: Oh, uh uh God, this is great radio. Um He buys a We bought a zoo. He <laughs> bought a zoo. We bought a zoo. That movie is somehow much older than I remember it being.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is the, this is the thing you learn very quickly as you sort of leaf through these movies uh-huh. that that these things happened much longer ago than you would have liked <laughs> to believe
1: oh i my wife and i we this is you know we did about a year ago i think this is when we had chris meyer on to talk about this very uh-huh. um phenomenon, phenomenon uh-huh. with music and my wife and i were talking about it today like i still can't really comprehend the fact that like 2008 is to 2020 as like like 1988 is to 2000 <laughs> right like i really can't figure that that doesn't seem possible because i don't it doesn't feel like the world is changing as fast i guess maybe is a part of mm-hmm. it um, and then we talked a little bit about, I think that also once you have met the person that you spend the next 10, 15 years of your life with, like your your life speeds up because there's a lot less surprises in your life on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. You have a career, you have a, a partner, you know, maybe you're raising a family or whatever. Like it seems unfathomable to, me, unfathomable to me that we've already lived in this house, for instance, for five years. That seems crazy. Anyway, it's hashtag sidebar. Getting old
0: sucks. Yeah. No, that's, I mean... Yeah, you. It took you like almost forever to get through high school, right? (laughs) And now I've been, you know, I'm married to my wife like 18 years, right? Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those kind of deals where you're like,
1: right? Or my daughter, is my older daughter, is now older than like my younger sister was when I left home. (laughs) Exactly. And when you start
0: thinking about that, it bends your mind. Uh, Robert Redford. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) A bit of a joke. They are in two movies together. They're in they're in multiple movies together. When she's Are you
1: include, are you including the Avengers yes, movie? So
0: there's what okay. that and then when she was really young, she was actually in a in a Bob Redford movie. A very famous one. I and I I watch it a theater. A very
1: famous one.
0: I I well you know, from nineteen ninety eight, she was like twelve. <laughs> oh the horse Whisperer. Yes. She's the daughter of the horse whisperer. I think he wants to make out with her though. Okay. Now he really wants to make well, out with Kristen Sutton Thomas. But
1: the ones you didn't ask me that I would have gotten, uh-huh. Don John. Okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, Vicky Cristina Barcelona. I,
0: I I had that on my list. I, I thought about I thought about that.
1: Uh, I guess that's probably it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's good. I think you did. I thought I thought you did very. I thought you did very well there.
1: Uh, not not too bad. I I think it would have been easier for me to work backwards from the movie,
0: and get the actor.
1: Yeah, especially for movies that I'd never seen. Like
0: Girl with the pearl earring. What is that <laughs> exactly? <laughs> <laughs> it was Colin Firth. He uh-huh. wanted to make out with ScarJo. See, we got, everyone wants to make out with ScarJo.
1: That's interesting and kind of gross. Well, it, not that she's gross. No,
0: but everybody since like nineteen, everybody since like two thousand and one has wanted to make out with ScarJo. Like just like almost twenty years of people wanting to make out with ScarJo.
1: I remember, like, seeing her in The Horse Whisperer and not really thinking much about it at the time, and then seeing her in Eight-Legged Freaks, and it was like somebody had flipped a switch. (laughs) Something
0: happened. Something has changed. Can't imagine what. Mm, Hard to say. All right. Let's move on to the next part. Now comes the part where we throw our heads back and laugh. Ready? Ready! (laughs) Dad jokes. the week. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. Woo! Uh, so,
1: like I told you when we were getting ready to do the show, that um, for the only the second time since we started doing the segment, I actually trashed two jokes because they weren't like so far from being funny or even entertaining. I couldn't even bother to read them, and so what we're left with here, you'll understand why I got rid of those two. Because it really, we talked about last week them falling off. Mm. This week was the worst week yet. Uh, but before we get to the calendar, I thought I'd share our listener submissions. So two Bryans helping us out. Brian, uh, both Brian's with an I, which I think is interesting. No, no, no Brian's with a Y. Uh, having the joke off in our email, really joking <laughs> each other off, <laughs> right? So, uh, our first joke comes from Brian Schwartz. Um, you remember him? He's guested on the show before. You can follow him on Twitter at Brian Schwartz04. Um, he Brian suggests uh, submits. I accidentally swallowed a bunch of Scrabble tiles my next trip to the bathroom could spell disaster. (laughs) And then we also got a submission from our friend Brian Hughes of Scottish fame. (laughs) You can follow him on Twitter at Bryzo A-U-L-D, B-R-Y-Z-O. And he says, Hollywood is going to make an action movie about the great composers. Sylvester Stallone says, I'll be Beethoven. Bruce Willis says, I'll be Mozart. Arnold Schwarzenegger says, I'll be Bach thank you for being ready for that (laughs) alright thanks gentlemen we always appreciate the submissions and it's always good to hear from you guys Mm -hmm. thanks for participating Uh, jokes of the week this one's called the best medicine patient I always see spots before my eyes what should I do doctor didn't the new glasses help patient yes indeed now I see the spots more clearly (laughs) is that a joke (laughs) I don't know is that even a joke I don't think it is why don't cats like online shopping? They prefer a catalog. My God. <laughs> what do you do with a sick boat? Take it to the dock? <laughs> <laughs> Where do people who tell bad jokes go? To
0: hell. <laughs> to hear the all of them 24 hours a day
1: the pun intentionary (laughs) so bad and finally when i was in the military as a punishment they made me sweep all the sunshine off the sidewalks it took me all day
0: (laughs) Uh, uh, waka
1: waka waka this week (laughs) ladies and gentlemen i apologize i'm only as good as my (laughs) writers Did you bring one? No,
0: but uh, the, well, no? I did. It's not very, it's not particularly good, but the, uh, the, the joke submission reminded me of a joke. Um, okay. Um, let's see here. Um, Spielberg, Clooney, and Matthew McConaughey are sitting in a room and they decide to make a movie. Mm. Spielberg says, I'll direct. Clooney says, I'll produce. And McConaughey says, all right, all right! All right! All right! Same joke. Yeah, yeah. But it gives you an opportunity to do your, you know, a celebrity impression, yeah, <laughs> which makes nice. it, which makes it that much
1: nicer. Who doesn't like to say all right all right, "all right, all right"? We all love it.
0: Overtime. Overtime.
1: In the overtime, I just wanted to. So we've been homeschooling for. <laughs>
0: <What> <laughs> seems to be one, a, thir- <laughs> one third of the motherfucking school year. It <laughs> so, seems to be an eternity.
1: Shout out to my wife for carrying the line, share work. I know I've shouted her out on the show before for that very reason. But anytime I have to take over, I'm like, oh, my God. I here can't we, believe she's able to do here this. Here we go.
0: Hang on to your butts. I'm not a good,
1: I'm not a good motivator. I'm like, just get it done. <laughs> just get it done. You know, you have no choice. So just get it do done.
0: The thing, do the thing where the thing happens.
1: Please. But I do have to just complain. So I've put my daughter's teachers at times on blast on the internet without naming names of course I would never
0: Mrs. Um, Mrs. Without, Richards <laughs> you bitch
1: <laughs> one time for a grading you know what I would consider a grading error that, that that she didn't like adhere to the exact methods that were described in the problem or that the, that was on the grading key and so the rubric. it was marked yes it was marked incorrect when it was in fact not incorrect but the challenge we're having with the homeschool is that I'm able to compare and contrast the teachers because we have two children. One teacher, very industrious, very organized, very crystal clear about what needs to be done and when it needs to be done.
0: The other one, not so much. Is <laughs> like like a leaf in the wind, kind of a...
1: It's a little bit, yeah. I mean, so the the technology seems to be a bit of a challenge for... This teacher, um, the communication in general, the electronic communication in general, like there's just way more emails than there need to be. Mm-hmm. Right. It just definitely seems like, oh, I had an idea, so I sent it to you. <laughs> like You should probably gather those up once a day and send us a communication. <laughs> but the problem I really have is when it's time to do the assignment. And I understand that perhaps that the teacher is covering it in the Zoom call that I'm not a part of. Right. Because we... Basically, leave the kids to their own devices for that period of time so they can you know pay attention to the the teacher mm-hmm. because if we're in the room i could look at this or t- you know i want to talk to you about this or show you that or whatever so i can't really be in there over the shoulder I try to be in the other room where i can hear them but that's about it so perhaps he's discussing like the, the assignment in a way that i i don't really understand but when i go to the application where the assignment is listed and i read the instructions and you don't get it <laughs> and i don't understand what's supposed to be done i really what are we doing like, we need a system here where if they're going to continue to do this, we just need, I need a little bit of peer review on your work. And this is not because I don't think that you're providing good instruction. I think that you're just not a great written communicator. Right. And that's why you teach second grade. Well,
0: that's not true. I mean, let's that's not, that's not cast aspersions here. But No, no, no. I don't
1: mean like, that's, like you're, that's why you're stuck in that job. I mean... It's an appropriate if you have a hard time with written communication that's probably the right venue for you for your skills
0: there's also the idea that you're probably not the only second grade teacher in your school so why aren't the second grade teachers maybe getting together and producing something consistent across the grade like at this grade level here are the five things that we should have them do this week and in each of the you know if we're going to provide a curriculum you know we have math we have language arts we have some social studies maybe we have some science So if we break that up and pull together one communication for all the whole second grade, that would make sense to me. Yeah, so at least you're consistent. At least you know parents aren't getting together and go, what is your kid doing in their second grade? It's something different than my kid. They go to the same school. It's messed up.
1: Yeah, and and I need to rewind here just for a moment. I want to make it crystal clear that I was not saying that I, the teacher is bad at his job, or is not a good teacher. It's really just this specific thing. It's clearly about the technology being a hurdle that isn't normally a uh-huh. hurdle, and needing to organize the information in a way that he's not used to. And I'm certainly not going to say that anyone who's doing that job is, is is incapable of something else. What I'm saying is that he has a different skill set that isn't being utilized right now. It's being marginalized because sure. he you know he can stand in front of a room. He's, He's like the calmest motherfucker I've ever met in my life. <laughs> like, like, it's you amazing. You to
0: be to teach second grade, right? You yeah, have
1: to, I go in there and I went to volunteer for the events and stuff before all of this happened. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I cannot wait to leave this room. <laughs> I cannot believe you're here every yeah. day. I mean... <laughs> like, I have so much respect. Yeah,
0: truly, truly. And I think that, I think this, the wrench in this is the fact that, yeah, they don't get to put their best skill set to, to bear on this whole project, on this whole problem. And... Right. And yeah, they do need. We had this discussion just today about if the fall comes and they're gonna have to go from home. Is that is that is that something we want? I mean, it's, at some point, do you have to say, you know what? Why don't we just sign up for? <laughs> why don't we just sign up for maybe some kind of online school? And maybe they he goes to you know maybe our son goes to goes to school. Does sixth grade with a real online curriculum like a, a, a real uh-huh. assist, built for a it, system yeah. that is purpose built to, to work online like for child actors like for, child, for, for <laughs> child actors or prodigy athletes
1: right? right just homeschool Yeah. what are the tennis camp kids <laughs> what, like, what, are the te- what are the pro like the profe- like the, the, the tennis kids that aren't allowed to leave that camp think, when they're 14 I think, what I do think they it's do?
0: pretty clear that Andre Agassi never learned to read Like I think he got a <laughs> high school diploma but I think it was just I think it was honorary <laughs> cuz i don't think i doubt he went to school for a first single day in his life but the but that's but yeah this whole thing we got a social studies we got we got a social studies assignment for my son that was like eight reading pages about the boston yeah. tea party and i said there is no way in hell he's going to get anything out of this first of all he's not going to be able to read eight pages on the boston tea party <laughs> and number two even if he could read eight pages about the Boston tea party. There's no way he's able to make any sort of heads or tails of it. There's, I mean, you need someone to, to teach to the subject matter uh-huh. and then, and then again, parse it in a way that, that, that a fifth grader can inhale, you know, can deal with it. And that's the thing that's that's what you're missing. you're missing that filter where someone can take something that's relatively complex and boil it down for a specific audience and have them and have them be able to digest enough of it to start to start it going right and then they could digest right. a little more of it the next day and that's the thing you miss out when kids don't go to school and interact with their teacher on a daily basis. They just yeah. you know.
1: Yeah, right now they're working on reading comprehension and essentially regurgitation, right? Yeah. Read something, write a few things down about it, write some notes about it, turn those notes into like a pair, a, a two, two
0: or three paragraphs. Yeah, a thought, a, com- a complete, like two complete sentences.
1: Right. And so, like, the big guide is that the, the, the paragraph is like a hamburger the topic <laughs> sentence, the supporting facts, or the, like the details, right? And then the, the closing yeah. sentence. And that is useful if it's on your classroom wall. Right not so much when you're explaining it in the abstract to a child over uh, you know an iPad screen yeah. and that's the other challenge is that like honestly to learn properly in this environment you need a multi-screen setup. You need one source screen for material and you need one screen where you can produce something yeah. um, or a notebook or whatever but, but it is sort of the instructions are in one app and then the reading is in a different app yeah. and then the writing assignment exists somewhere in somewhere else. And it's, that is the context switching required to just get it down and turned in is unbelievably convoluted. And so that's, to me, that's just, it's just challenging. It's frustrating as, as the person who's trying to help the child when I read the instructions and I'm like, it's unclear to me how this is supposed to work. I don't feel, and I'm, I'm, maybe I'm not the smartest person in the world, but I certainly don't feel like I'm one of the stupidest. I think,
0: I think, and I think that. I'm sure the educators are frustrated by it too. I think they're probably, I'm sure they're they probably are. trying to do the
1: best they can the, uh Yeah. And that leads to another, I can't really give feedback because I don't really want to, I don't want to ruin the guy's day. No. Right. I'm not really trying to make his life harder. No. So I'm not going to be like, Hey man, this really was
0: like a zoo. Do you think you can get together? Right. This is a, this is a big mess. <laughs> yeah. This is a big shit burger. You've given me instead of the, the word burger. You've given me the shit burger. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The other thing, you know, here's, here's a little sidebar, but the, um Rubrics. When did did you have rubrics when you were when you were in school? So a rubric is they give you like they say you need to write this thing about this this particular topic, and then they give you the rubric, which is to say I'm going to grade you on you need to mention this and this and you've discussed that. And like when did that start? When did people start giving you the answers to your essay? Before we had to think about I had to write crappy essays out by hand. Number one, which sucked. Yeah, I don't
1: I don't think I was doing that until maybe sophomore year in high school did they
0: did you get a rubric though i we n- i never got a rubric no. in my whole life but now the kids they get rubrics they get this f-
1: i i mean i remember getting the structure of like your thesis has to be like this right. i remember yes, that but
0: the but a rubric is very detailed like you need to be able to discuss this and like talk about uh-huh. this or point out why this and this don't you just no all the only
1: guidance i ever remember was thesis Basically a paragraph on each part of your thesis and then a, a, a meaningful close. Yeah.
0: Tell them what you're going to tell them, tell them, tell them mm-hmm. what you told them, right? That's the mm-hmm. the classic, the classic school essay form. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sure it's hell glad I don't have to write essays anymore. Yeah. Oh, I, re-
1: I, got, I, I think I got a nine on the English AP test and then never wrote another essay for the rest <laughs> of my life. <laughs> All right. Well, we know you're all trying your best. I'm not trying to complain. I just I'm throwing it out there because it's it was it was a hard moment for me to feel like having my daughter look up at me like, well, you don't get it. Like <laughs> there's this moment, right? <laughs> I'm like, ah, uh. all right, sorry. That's when
0: you throw them under the bus. Like this is stupid.
1: <laughs> believe me, believe me. I've been. <laughs> I I have been. As the time has gone on, I become more and more loose with my tongue. Like, it's not going
0: It'll yeah, be, be like next year when, when, when your daughter goes to school. It's up my dad says this is stupid. Like, <laughs> oh, really? Tonight I'm
1: putting her to bed.
0: <laughs> and she's got some
1: string bag with who knows what in it. she's like, I'm going to take this with me tomorrow. And I'm like, what is that? She's like, it's my adventure bag. And I'm like, your adventure bag of shit? What's in there? <laughs> she's like, you know, those things. And then she starts showing me, and it's a bag of yeah, shit, right? right? Yeah. Like, it's like there's some papers, and right. a feather. Right some binoculars like yeah what and then she and it was funny because she sort of like realized that i was kind of right so she like looked at me like with the side eye like "Ah, what's my bag dad (laughs) it's it's fine sorry I'm i'm a bad father i apologize well that's our show our thanks to all of you for listening to this episode of the two on three pod where we hope you're staying safe staying healthy and keeping your head above water and not harassing people who maybe want to take social precautions that you don't If you don't already, please subscribe and or review via your favorite podcast provider. And don't be shy about sharing your thoughts and suggestions for the show. We'll be back next week with more pop culture, life strategies, and existentialism. And until then, peace!